everyone. Welcome to the Mindfully Lifted podcast. I am so freaking excited to finally have launched this podcast. I know that um, it's been in the works for quite a while now um, with a bunch of other projects that I've kind of put on the back burner, but I am so, so excited to finally put this out for you guys. I am a Feeling a little bit under the weather, if you can't tell by my voice, I'm a bit nasally right now, but I am ready to share with you guys this venture that I am embarking on, and I wanted to just kind of introduce myself. My name's Camilla Celeste. I have been a writer since I can remember. I'm a former ballerina, an anorexia warrior, yogi, Pilates instructor, personal trainer. Yeah, so I just kind of wanted to open up with a little bit about me. I um, I started writing from a really young age. I used to draw comics, write little short stories, but I actually started ballet or dancing when I was even younger than that. I was probably around three years old. I danced for 15 plus years until I went to college. In high school, I played volleyball. I was on the drill team. I've always been pretty active. I even played a little bit of soccer when I was younger. Yeah, and then I experienced quite a long battle with uh, being anorexic. That began a really, really long and tough relationship um, with myself. And... Um, I battled with depression, body dysmorphia, just not eating, over-exercising, um, and then just purging whenever I did eat something. And I didn't think I had a problem until I was, you know, I got down to 100 pounds. And then that's kind of just when I realized, like, I felt disgusting with, you know, myself, my body, and what had kind of triggered the whole interactive period of my life, uh, that incident. And I realized that the reason why I was doing this to myself was to gain some sense of control. So from there, I guess, I started dating. I got into a serious relationship. um, And through his help, I was able to kind of work through some things and really just figure out where the trauma like kind of stemmed from and where I needed to, I guess, work on healing in certain areas of my life. So from that, I got into um, exercising in a healthier way. I decided I wanted to compete in a fitness competition, and I did that. It was an interesting experience, I suppose. After that competition, I really shouldn't have been in a competition um, because when you are competing in a subjective sport such as bodybuilding, you are restricting so much and, you know, depriving yourself of those basic little pleasures in life, like maybe, you know, going out for pizza every now and then or going to, you know, spend Mother's Day at your mom's favorite restaurant or, you know, something like that. You don't really get to do those things and you miss out on events and things like that that you wouldn't have if you didn't decide to compete. And I know for some people, you can, you know, compete and go to those things and bring a little Tupperware and resist and do all that kind of 
kind of thing, but I I just couldn't I couldn't bring myself to do that because whenever I'm around food, I have very little self control, especially coming out of that eating disordered background. It was it was hard for me. So um, after that competition, I had little guidance from my coach at the time on how to reverse diet. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So, I mean, after the competition was over, I was like, all right, I can go back to eating again. And I ate anything and everything. And I kind of went back to a unhealthy relationship with food, but at the totally opposite end of the spectrum where I would just eat meat meat to my little heart's content. But I was still exercising and things like that. So I never, I never stopped uh, lifting weights. Um, all throughout the time that I was eating, I was still working out. So I didn't gain as much weight as I would have if I would have stopped working out as well. Um, but I still gained probably about 30 pounds post competition, which is a lot. Um, I'm a tiny little girl. I'm probably 5'3. And yeah, gaining those 30 pounds was really uncomfortable for me. And um, I had a really hard time adjusting with that, just coming from not eating to severe restriction and being very, uh, very regimented and very, just very strict with myself. And then not having any sort of boundaries at all. So I swore off competing. I said I would never compete again because of how honestly fucked up I was like after everything and I decided that I needed to rediscover a healthy relationship with food because kind of coming out of my anorexic period starting to recover a little bit I went directly into competing so I never really had that period of time where it was me just kind of deciding yeah I need to really sit down and like think about like is this healthy? Is what I'm eating like good for me? Am I eating for nourishment and for pleasure as well? Uh, because you do need a balance. And that was a really big thing for me is kind of finding that balance of eating to fuel my body and to make sure that I had all the nutrients that I needed, as well as throwing in little things here and there where I wanted to eat them because they're good. I mean, who doesn't love pizza, right? So <laughs> after that, I kind of spent a year and a half of just finding a healthy balance with food and just kind of rediscovering um foods that I liked, foods that I loved, and learning to love my body in a, in a way that I hadn't experienced before, I guess, competing and before being anorexic and things like that. It was never really a thing, like body image, I guess. Even when I was younger, I didn't, I don't ever remember thinking like, oh, my clothes don't fit right, or like, I need to be thinner, or I need to lose weight. Like, I never once thought that. I never once thought about like, even the food that I was eating or putting in my body. Like, I just, I was completely oblivious to it, and I um, I kind of missed those days where you're just like, you didn't know what, you know, body image was, and you're just like, yeah, I'm here, this is me, I'm confident, I don't know what this whole losing weight thing is, you know, or like wanting to be skinnier. So yeah, I kind of used that year and a half period after my first competition to, one, um, regain control of my eating habits, and um, to just find a healthy, balance. Uh, with food again. And even after swearing off competing, I got the itch again. I went to, I think, the Branch Warren um, here in Houston a couple years ago, four, year, four or five years ago, maybe. After that, I was like, 
man, I really missed that stage. And I think it had to do with uh, being a dancer, being a performer, and just wanting to perform again, even though, I mean, you're on stage for like literally maybe 15 seconds max, uh, just doing your small little routine in your bikini and heels. But, you know, it was something and I and I missed that, uh, that like rush of the of the stage. After that year and a half period, I was like, you know what, I'm going to compete again. Fuck it. I'm just going to find another coach. So I found a awesome, awesome coach who just helped me just learn so much about competing and actual nutrition, and what gut health means and how important micronutrients are and not just, you know, your basic main macros like proteins, fats and carbs. Um, and that, you know, carbohydrates are good for you and you don't need to starve yourself in order to diet down for a show or completely cut out carbs or just doing like ridiculously restrictive things like that. He, uh, really helps me to find that, that balance of like, or, or what it really meant to be, uh, healthy in general, not just to eat foods that are considered healthy. So that was that experience competing the second time around was so much better, um, even though I only competed in one category, whereas the first competition I competed in probably four different categories, um, and it was a different federation. The second time around, I just did novice in uh, the NPC, and yeah, it was it was a great experience. Um, the second time around, I. I don't even remember what I placed. It's really not important. It's not relevant anymore. The whole point of that was that I had a, an actually good time and I kind of um, just learned to love my body for what it was in a different way, what all my body was actually capable of and what I could push myself to accomplish prepping for that for that competition. But also at the same time, I realized that competing, you have to be selfish because you are putting yourself first in a lot of situations because of your competition. Like a lot of things, external things cause stress to you or stress to your body. So you're constantly just avoiding all of that during your prep to make sure that your body looks in peak condition for whenever you step on stage. Um, and that was just way too many like things to worry about, I guess, physically to continue with that lifestyle. So I was like, I had a really good second time experience competing. Um, I think that's good. I'm going to leave it there. And so I did. I decided I wasn't going to, didn't really need to compete anymore. It didn't serve me anymore to compete. And here I am now. I mean, I, after that show um, and working with my coach, uh, Wes, he just kind of showed me like a different holistic route. Again, like really uh, solidified that balance of eating foods that you love and also like eating for nourishment um, and true health, not just eating foods that fit your macros, um, eating for, you know, to get in all your nutrients, macronutrients and micronutrients, which are super important. So yeah, I just rediscovered a healthy relationship with food once again. And after that, I kind of went into this period of just wanting to better myself in all ways, not just physically, but um, mentally and spiritually as well. So I started doing all the hard like self-work, addressing old wounds, addressing new wounds, um, and just really like facing my true emotions from the past and the present, 
head on and then working from there to strive for a deeper understanding of who I actually am and what my purpose is. So yeah, that's kind of like my story in a nutshell. Today, I use my Instagram, my Facebook, um, all those platforms to share my story. I hope to inspire, to impact, to give back and bring light to like tough topics that are kind of hard to talk about. Uh, and I really just hope for this podcast, for uh, the Mindfully Lifted Project in general, to help humans, all humans, see their own beauty, their own light, and their own greatness through conversation, through meditations, through creative expression, poetry, and a little thought-provoking writings, and through mindful movement especially. I think movement paired with self-work and healing kind of blends everything together in that mind-to-body connection, which then leads to a greater self-love and appreciation, which I think is one of the most important things that we can do for ourselves to be the best version, the best human uh, possible, is to really know who we truly are and what our purpose is so that we can share those gifts with the rest of the world. Uh, So yeah, I hope that you guys enjoy listening to this podcast. I don't really have, I guess, too much of like a set, a set genre of what it is. I guess personal development. I'll be talking about movement and training and little meditations. An episode might even be, you know, some of my poetry that I've written and just, you know, speaking it here in audio form. But yeah, so. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, leave your comments. Definitely subscribe if you found this is cool. Yeah, so I will um, catch you guys in the next one. Bye.